The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Welcome. Welcome back. It is us live in and in effect. Well, not live. But in this moment, we are live. In in your moment, we are past. <laughs> I'm Richard Roundtree. All right. And I am uh, Queen Latifah, also known as Daddy Teef. I hope she wouldn't take offense to that. I really, I love you so much, Queen Latifah, but I also do Why would she take like, offense to that? I don't know. And what makes you think she hurt? She might. I'm just saying, if it ever got back to her that some little random dumbass on the internet was calling her Daddy Teeth, like, would she be like, bitch, don't play with I, me? Queen Latifah seems like she has a right? pretty solid sense of humor. Yeah, I feel like she would be like, you young dykes. <laughs> and she's honestly like... <laughs> for gay women, Optimus Prime. She's like she is. She's my, the leader of the Lesbo Bots. <laughs> she's, she's my she's my construct sage. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's the oracle. Like she's the yeah, she is. <laughs> the stud she to is. be. Come on, <laughs> she's our what north star. About? Yeah. So, uh, but yes, Cleo giving giving listen homage, paying homage on today to my parent uh, Queen Latifah, truly an icon. Always kept a fine nigga. And True, now that too. And now is keeping, you know, that beautiful woman by her side. And we love her for that. And um just yeah, celebrate and beautiful, wonderful things, etc. Um yeah. so yeah. Thank you for coming back. This is the read. It oh, is. Home. Your daughter not in school today? <laughs> She's not at school today. She's staying with me this week. Okay. Uh, and I'm not going to give her grief for her tippy-tappies today. <laughs> She's been on her, you know, her best behavior so far. Except when you puked on the rug, mama. But that's not your fault. That is your tummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the rug's fault for being underneath her. Yeah, how would how dare the rug be in your way? Right. That's really how that went. So. That's a problem. I hope she feels better. Poor thing. Yeah, she's all right. She just wants to play fetch as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how is your wellness week? Maybe I should go, well, 
Let's chat. Yeah, I think it, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Okay. I saw it coming so, and it still cracked me up. Um, yeah, I'm actually doing very well. I had a big breakthrough um, these past few days and addressing some deep seated trauma and working my way what? right through that bitch. Right. So I'm actually feeling good. I think I'm entering my healed Virgo era. So. Mm. You know, prepare to be sick of me. I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm feeling sorry for y'all. It's gonna be me season. Yeah. I healed a Virgo sounds like dangerous work. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's what I'm stepping into. So mm. everybody, uh beware, like niggas. Captain <laughs> What's Carol Danvers sign? Do they have now that I thought about one character? One comic book character's birthday and sign. <laughs> oh God, that's gonna be. I just love the way your your mind works. <laughs> I want to see if she's. Would they give the character a birthday? I guess they would. I mean, I guess, but I can't think of like anytime someone's been like, "Oh, yeah, Big Black Panther, child's birthday is February." Um, like that's yeah. never. I assume Wakanda don't even use our calendar. Them niggas got some other shit. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Danvers is a Taurus. Uh, is the gang? actor a Taurus? Or is... Gang, gang. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Regardless. And whether I'm the, yeah. the new Captain Marvel or not, I'm feeling uh, good. Photon. Feeling good. Ooh. <laughs> I won't say it again, but shout out to all the niggas who went to school who was like, you was a dumbass for that. <laughs> yeah, that was a festive moment for us. I love doing things like that. I love saying things that like are Make pretty obvious yet, yeah, but like, okay. <laughs> See, I was going to say no, no, go ahead. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Funny things. As you've done professionally every week for the past okay. 10 years. Um, almost anyway, 11. That's enough about me. How are you? I'm climbing. Okay. It's the journey. It's the journey. I'm, um, birthday blues were on 10. Mm. My birthday now also comes two days after the anniversary of my friend's passing. Yes. That's emotionally fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanksgiving away from people I'm closest to can be rough. Although, you know, Friendsgiving is a thing, and that I'm something is something I'm appreciative. At least maybe you can go and play Uno and get a plate, you know, and that's mm-hmm. a blessing. Um, and so right now, I'm like. Climbing. I can't think of it any other way. I feel like Samara in the ring. You did not watch that. The yes, ring I is did. The... Yay! Classic. I did watch so, the ring. So scary. I could not sleep. <laughs> when she was at the bottom of the well. Mm-hmm. And she, like, I'm just like, Yeah. Yeah. I've exhaled. I've given myself the week to feel like shit. Mm. All right, let's 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 climb on out of here, That's girl. Because right. I'm the one, I'm the only one down here, the only one who can get me out. It's true. And so that's what I'm in the midst of right now. Good. Um. All right. I know I said I was gonna give you a break, but I need you to make some form of a decision. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Figure it out. She I'm was, gonna give she you was really. She was really trying, and she was back there tap dancing. Like I dare you to say something. Circling it. And so, it's like, girl, okay, at, at, at some point, 
we're I don't see this going your way for the full episode. Anyway, so I'm in the middle of that and um gaming, writing, and reading fun thing. Okay, okay, yeah. Did you pick up the the Thirsty Suitors game? I suggested Thirsty Suitors. I did not. No, I've been playing more of Tears of the Kingdom. This is everybody's problem. And this is why I took a solid break away from the game because I know it's all consuming and I won't play, retouch anything else but mm-hmm. that. So I'm trying to clear my <clears throat> backlog before I even jump back into the game. When y'all find out much. the way that I have been playing Tears of the Kingdom, you are going to be disgusted. Like <laughs> That's the thing that's beautiful about it. Uh, I have it could be your one it. game. I... I will just say this. I defeated Ganon, like the real head nigga Mm -hmm. Ganon, where you get a star afterwards and everything. Yeah. Before I actually went to Hyrule Castle. (laughs) So that means that you were grinding (laughs) the game out so heavy, doing everything but story. Doing everything but story. That you became so fucking powerful (laughs) that you just cleared this nigga. And the game was like, but... That is you exactly were, what okay. happened. That is exactly yeah. what happened. And I did not realize it. I mean, I did that weeks ago. I did not realize it till yesterday. When I was like, mm-hmm. huh, it's a it's a shrine at the castle? Never seen that? What is that about? I think a couple of people who played Breath of the Wild were able to do that. But the thing is, yeah. most people did that on like their second or third drop of mm-hmm. playthrough of the game or something. Oh, see, no. I think I expected... I, I foolishly thought that it would take me just as long to get through Tears of the Kingdom as it did Breath of the Wild. That's ridiculous because I was learning the game for the first mm-hmm. time. So, of course, you know, I already know so many things. It. You collected right. and then I, not 1, and then I killed things. that, it, literally all 900 of them. So, I, I killed Breath of the Wild. Like, the DLC, I'm doing, I got all of it, okay? Everything. Mm-hmm. And so... I just, you know, a lot of Tears of the Kingdom was intuitive. Um, And it was so fun bopping around in the sky, bopping around in the depths and, you know, seeing new ways that the Korok children are terrorizing us. And so I was just having a good time with all that. I did so many side quests before I went to Hyrule Castle. (laughs) And so so then I'm at the castle and they walk, working me, walking me through like all this stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I been did this. I'm realizing like, this was like the first thing you were supposed to do. (laughs) The game was like, oh. (laughs) Literally. Well, since you know everything. Right. When I got to the fake Ganon at Hyrule, he was like, interesting. How have you already beat me? Yeah, that is insane. Uh, but he was like, "Uh, but I'm still gonna, you know, kill you again, nigga." So, but that's the beauty of that game. Yeah, um, it, it's on a constant loop. <laughs> it could be the one thing on your Switch, and you will get a a great time, and you don't mm-hmm. have to be a huge gamer. I love it. Yeah, yeah. same thing for Thirsty Suitors, the game. When you do, get I chance, really will play it. I really will. It's so funny. It's very, very queer, very gay. It's like Scott Pilgrim. Don't know that. But 
You watched Scott Pilgrim with me at my house when I lived on 139th. Oh, oh yeah, I do know that. It's the one where Anna Kendrick plays Michael Sarah. Oh God, that was and when Homeboy started singing. Yes, Anna Kendrick was like, "What?" And you were crying, (laughs) like you were you, because you and Anna said it at the same time. Yeah, you've seen Scott Pilgrim. Now I remember. Now I remember. I remember that moment. We were on one accord, because what the fuck was that? It was so weird. This game is basically like that as a game, but you're playing as the the female character, and she's Indian. Oh, okay. Fun. It's so fun and funny and anime-like and And they bust out into weird songs and choreography, too, or no? No, I haven't. There's one boss that's kind of a musician, but for the most part, it's kind of like turn-based combat. You get to cook with your parents. Of course, her mom is very shady and like, oh, girl, you came back. We don't have no money for you. (laughs) And then the dad is like more, you know, oh, Oh, God, you know, it's really cute and fun. And it's only seven hours long, so it won't take you the whole time. Oh, yeah. No, it won't. Mm -mm. Okay. Thank you. So I've just been gaming and sitting here and being yeah, a mother to climbing, this climbing gorgeous brown dolly. This <laughs> beautiful girl here. Hello, mm-hmm. mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My spoiled girl. All right. So let's do um, our first segment, Black Excellence. Wow. It's not playtime. It's not playtime. We are just okay. not getting to Black Excellence. Yeah, we were talking about games and life. And, oh, yeah. Uh, the pursuit we having. Um, so let's give it, oh, you know what? I'm going to give it, I'm skipping all of this. I'm going to give my black, I'm going to give my black excellence this week to none other than Fantasia Barino. Okay. I'm not mad at that. (laughs) Did you see Miss Girl? performing the R&B record (laughs) when I see you down in the New Orleans. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about her performance from the Color Purple movie. Oh, no. That's not Oh, no. I didn't see it. Well, but the clip of it is either I watched something I was Like a trailer? Yes. It's in the trailer. Okay. Wait. No. So she performed in New Orleans? She performed... um, I think it's the Bayou Classic. Oh, at the Bayou Classic. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, I was, um, there was a lot going on. That was a Saturday after Thanksgiving, so. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. yeah. I only saw a clip of it online, but she performed with the band, you know, white people who saw Homecoming, like, you know, it, it, it's culturally that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, she just looks so good. When I See You is literally one of my favorite, 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 favorite songs. Um, and I don't know if she just gave me my life. I don't even think she kicked her shoes off for this performance. She kept it light and cute. Amen. Amen. And, you know, and all that you can expect, um, from that culture, specific New Orleans culture and like the big band instrumentation party. And it was just all there. And to see and hear her in the center of it was like really fun. And I kind of wished I was there. Mm -hmm. So that's my black excellence this week work Fantasia. And I was just, and it was in the middle of that and me standing for her in this song and, you know, remembering her audition on American Idol when it aired 
Christ. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, we in the have middle seen of the all whole that, like, journey. Mm-hmm. Oh, you also <laughs> about to be in this color purple movie that's coming out in the month. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I'm glad they've been able to promote it. She has been looking incredible. Um, Every yeah. time I see her, whoever's styling her, they are killing that. And I have heard, again, nothing but great things about the movie. I'm going to go see a screening um, and very excited. So, yeah. But go, 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 Tasia. That makes all the sense. I have mixed feelings about going to see it. Not about whether I'm going to, because that's confirmed I'm going to. Of course. To of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Carl Purple is a hard story. It's, it's, it is. Mm-hmm. It's. It's like, even though I've watched it a million times and there, it's just so ingrained in my blackness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still, you know, a, a story of yeah, a, a girl's mm-hmm. abuse throughout her entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and really not even getting some feeling of liberation from it until she's quite old. Mm-hmm. And it ends beautifully and i expect the musical aspect of this to be a spectacle and probably an ad like new judge did you never see it um, on broadway no i didn't oh it's so good i oh, know a lot so of good. the music but i never i haven't y'all seen should it go before. listen to the soundtrack before you go to the movies for sure at least you that. should you should you should um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to go watch it. But I'm also there's a little part of me that's like, oh, I know this story is sad, so mm-hmm. I'm like prepared to see that in an all new way. Yeah, <laughs> so. I can't remember if I said this last week, but I saw it with Danielle Brooks in it, so I'm glad to see she's going to be in Fire. the movie. But uh, when I saw it on Broadway, Cynthia Erivo was the Sealy. And okay, I remember that era. So you know, I'm glad that Fantasia was cast in this movie, but. I cannot Cynthia's front doing... like Cynthia did not sing her little ass. I mean, off. Cynthia Erivo. Baby, I mean, killed ugly. it. Like, child, child. She mm-hmm. had us in that theater in tears. So, but she's doing uh, the White Wiz. Oh, is she? Um, Wizard yeah, of Oz? she's doing uh, um, the White Wiz. Is Wick- that what they Wick- call it? Oh, Wicked. No, that's what I call it. <laughs> I was like, so is the White Wiz not the Wizard of Oz? But yes, it is. She's doing the Wiz. Oh my Ariana God, Grande. it is Wicked. That is so genius. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, regardless, I just um, loved the musical version of it. As somebody mm-hmm. who, you know, normally either show me a movie or let me see a musical. Don't I don't want your weirdo cross thing. I enjoyed that so much. Like, what don't. Do you mean? Like, don't take a movie, like, like, don't take something that came out as a movie and then add music to it and turn it into a musical. Like, I don't want to see that. Okay. Either show me something that was, like, written to be a musical or something that was written to be a movie. But that adaptation Uh is so, so good. So I'm really interested in seeing how they adjust it because obviously we're not getting the theater version. So I think it's just a capitalist uh, uh, element of Broadway. That so yeah. many. They were like, you know, you know how many films. more millions of dollars we could make off of this? Like, it's a it is a beloved classic. Um, Some stories make sense if it was like, oh, you can make this a Broadway show, especially as a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. 
Because that is completely different. It You've, is. I've watched The Color Purple one million times. I've not been in the room with Seely. You know? Yes. So, like, yes. I get that aspect of, yes. of, of, of the draw. But then you mm-hmm. think of some movies and, like, does this need to be a musical? No. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and, Although but... Legally Blonde... Was that cute? Legally Blonde Musical. I never saw it. It was really cute. But I watched it because it aired on MTV. That's the reason I saw it. Which doesn't really happen with musicals very much. But that's how I saw it. Legally Blonde Musical was cute as shit. Oh, okay. Shut me up. I had no idea. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying every now and then the the clock is is right. (laughs) Twice a day. Right. So I, I am very much anticipating this and... Um, yeah, hope it hope it does really well and so proud of all them blacks. For their red carpet. For Hallie to be in Little Mermaid and fucking color purple in one year. Oof. Speak about it. The talent that girl has. Wishing her the best. Issa, President Barbie and Spider Woman. Don't like a month You can't even talk to Issa. Issa's movies have grossed more than anybody in your lineage will ever be able to dream about. I think there's another movie dropping before the year is done. I don't remember when American Fiction comes out, but wow, wow. We <sighs> Let's go. We love a star. Yes. Yeah, so, congrats to. Oh yeah, Tasia was black excellence. We yeah. are taking our time today. <laughs> I mean, that's why you listen to this fucking. <laughs> hot we don't stay on. We don't stay on topic like ever. Okay, so speaking of of topics, let's get into our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops. Yesterday, I tried to paint you, but the colors weren't beautiful enough. <laughs> okay, that is genius. Okay, now nah, I can't take credit for that. Oh, damn. That was uh, the Vixen actually DMT that. <laughs> the Vixen randomly DMs me that, and I was like, bitch, I'm. Absolutely going to give you credit, but I'm taking it. Shout out to the Vixen, always so supportive of the show and sending me the sweetest messages. I love that. That is fucking genius. Every time I paint, it sharpens my harmony. <laughs> That's another one. That's another one. <laughs> Woo, that shit was funny. Okay. That is a good one, girl. So let's start with some, you know, news that might make you feel nice things. Okay. Um, Full uh, transparency. I'm frazzled as shit today, which shouldn't be uh, too off-putting. I've been frazzled (laughs) as fuck for a while. So forgive me if I'm a little all over the place. But, you know, we're not one of those hey, TikTok (laughs) this week Boop to shot, bat, bat. That's not, you know, yeah, that's no, not this isn't we scripted. Give. We, you get the real us every week. Yeah, Ups and the downs. <laughs> you go into your, your friend's house and they are already two bottles of wine in. And, just... <laughs> and, <laughs> and from there, it's just damage. Finding control. your way in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's this show. All right. Let's talk about the Renaissance World premiere. Um, not much to say. For me personally, besides the fact that um, all of Hollywood seemed to have gone and the girlies were dressed. The girlies were dressed. The children were indeed fitted up. Mm -hmm. Kelly Rowland Uh, just took my breath away, man. Like, I just don't even understand how a person can be that fine. Michelle Williams? 
Mr. Nitra said, <laughs> I'm stepping out for the Renaissance. First of all, DC5 was there, as the kids like to call them, because mm-hmm. all the Destiny's Child members uh, were present. Uh, Latavia also ate. Ain't chewed. I didn't think anybody looked bad, so. Like, I didn't see any. What? Okay. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to. Gonna... I'm just oh, not even. Well, that it's, it's, I, that's what I'm saying. That it was, don't count. So, no. but, and y'all can um, figure out which one, to be honest. <laughs> So, <laughs> but um, we looked great. <laughs> I have seen a lot of the hive kind of whipping themselves up into a frenzy because all the girls were on Terrell's show and they all showed up for the Renaissance premiere and they were in Houston. So, the hive My is starting to. Show too, which I think is so cute. I love that fucking show. And people mm-hmm. have. So, before she we get sends me episodes sometimes. I'm like, Mom. I've seen Do you this think thing. I don't know about this, right? I love that you watch this. <laughs> that is great. Um, I completely forgot what I was talking about. So you were talking about the girlies being on. Um, oh being yes. Able to frenzy the hive. So now the hive is starting to lie to themselves, and oh, about uh, about and trying to tell themselves that they are going to put together a Destiny's Child reunion tour with the five of them, Sorry. and I just really want y'all to think about. I really want y'all to think about that. Like, <laughs> you're, you're going to hurt your own feelings when it doesn't happen. There's no reason for that to happen. That lady just came off her own tour. It's not, you know something? it's not, go- no, N- no, I'm sorry. It's delusional. It's not happening. It's a dream. <laughs> and you know what? A dream is a wish your heart makes. Speaking of, so, I loved Wish. I thought that movie was so cute. <laughs> did you? I did. I've heard most people hated it. I don't Damn. know why. I liked it. Is it streaming? No. I went to the movie You went house. to the theater and watched mm-hmm. it? You took Noah? No. I went by myself. You went alone? I did. Okay, yeah. And I'm glad I did I, because I wept. <laughs> did you? I, I did. I've not looked into what it's about at all i don't i didn't know anything about the story but beyond you know what the protagonist and antagonist look like and then i heard it's like super meta and supposed to it be is it's it's representative quite, of the anniversary of disney i was gonna say it's quite interesting because the message behind it is one that i think is really good but it's being told by disney and so it's like so so when you say it's like really meta i get that but i i'd be like just looking at the story of it it really made me cry multiple times in that theater but like i said i've also been through a lot over this past Mm. week so i was probably in a different emotional state than the rest of y'all and it hit different but yeah i didn't know anything about it either i just wanted to go to the movies and uh it's a bunch of it's a bunch of white nonsense out and Hunger Games, which I'm not, I've never seen. I'm not going to look at that. And so I was like, let me go see the little Disney movie. And I really liked it. They almost got me with the Hunger Games with Viola Davis playing a villain. I'm not in a rush to see that. I haven't seen any of them. And I know they're violent, so I'm not going. They're not that violent. You see people die on camera, like bloodily die. Not really bloodily, because the movies are like PG thirteen. They're not super gory. Hmm. It's not like oh. Battle Royale. You could handle it. It's more like upsetting. 
um, than anything. But it's not like, oh, wow. It's not gory. Okay. I don't know why I assumed it was like, not shark games. What is it called? What is it called? Squid game. Squid game. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Squid oh, okay. Game is like a mature thing. And even Squid Game is not like super gory, but it's way worse than Hunger Games. Okay. Okay. Like, well, I've never seen it. So, yeah. But no. the whole premise sounded like, oh, this is going to be violent. It's actually really, especially the first two books, um, the premise is really interesting, especially if you think about America and like a, a parallel universe, mm-hmm. like in our reality versus this one. Um, but it's not, it's a YA novel or series, so it, it doesn't get too okay. graphic. And you can kill, like, the other people that you're in the Hunger Games. As long as you're the last person, you don't even have to kill anybody. As long as you're the last person alive in the thing, you win. So gotcha. sometimes, some you might get poisoned. Mm-hmm. You might have a bee allergy that somebody will uh, take advantage of, that type of stuff. Mm. It's not all, like, hacking people to bits. I don't like but programming. It's also not something I'm like, oh my God, rush and go watch it. I don't think you're yeah, much either. Yeah. Yeah, I think real life is bad enough. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think I need to watch that. I think real life is bad enough. You can you can watch that for free on new on the news. I'm like halfway through Alan Wake 2, which is much scarier than the first game, and I'm loving it. And someone was like, How do how do y'all play these things in like and you're just fine walking mm-hmm. through these creepy settings and da da da. And I was my similar response was just like, life is way scarier than this. this is, I can turn this shit off. Like this is not this is video game. <laughs> wow. This is not real. I know nothing here is gonna hurt me, but Damn. like a walk to to Ralph's. Right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. It's really a, it's really a toss up. Yeah. Damn. But yeah. Okay. I'll probably wait for a Wish to to stream. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Feel like I, don't I mean, and the the. <laughs> The incredible irony of Disney being the one to tell this story is not lost on me. But for me, that it just made me crack up. Like, how did? Why did y'all make this? Like, I get it. It's a, but I thought it's it was an like excellent story, a beautiful fascism. message. It's like the it's like the message of the movie is capitalism is a is a drug that is killing us all. And it's like, but you're Disney, <laughs> like. You are capitalism. Uh, like, like Big Brother and the control that this. Oh, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. Because the king or whatever can, like, grant wishes. Yes. But that's but the, it's like, that's yeah. the thing. In order to live there, you know, once you turn 18, you have to. Submit a wish. Yes. And then he chooses which wishes and which wishes just get granted. Yes. And, which and he never gives you your wish back. But you don't realize that your wish is like your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. So you just give that away in order to live in this magical kingdom. And that way you never get disappointed because you forget what your wish was. Right. So you'll never you'll have your heart broken, but you'll also never be fulfilled. I see so, so I wept. <laughs> yeah. I nice. wept. I wept. I thought it was good. Sounds great for Kingdom Hearts, too. Let's move on. Okay. 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 Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Oh, yeah. Nice things. Wait, move on. We haven't started. What the fuck am I talking we about? Oh, yes. We about talked Renaissance, about uh, Renaissance show. and everybody looking great and y'all losing y'all mind because mommy came out there with a blonde wig. Oh, um, yeah. I was going to pass my read to Miss Tina this week, so. <laughs> we still can. You know, I don't really have much to say about it, honestly. So oh, my Stay Noir came and it smells oh, amazing. Did it? Thank you. I really love it. I love And friends came before mine and she said she loved it, too. I said, okay, I don't really know why I was worried because obviously Beyonce and I do share some DNA. We are cousins. And so I'm not Mm -hmm. shocked that something that smells good on her smells good on Mm -hmm. me. But I had seen such mixed responses online that I was really like, damn, I'm going to have to stand on that. When I said, if I have to stink, then I just going to have to stink. Like I said, yeah, I was prepared and I meant it, it. but I, I thank God that my hormones and pheromones and whatever else is in alignment. With that little bottle. <laughs> Thank I God. sincerely and earnestly worn it. I wear right, it every day. Because I like it. <laughs> yes. So. And one of my classmates was like, what is on you? Like, so. I've, I've only yeah. seen mixers personally. I've only seen, like, the mixed reception commentary going around in the fandoms. Like, people with pop stars in there. Oh, oh, I don't pay attention to that. And maybe that's That's, what I need to be paying more attention because it may just be children sowing discourse. But I've also seen some, you know, 
TikTok videos from legit influencers who are like, girl, it's not for me. Smells like That's medicine fair. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. All I've heard is old lady. And I'm like, I'm an old mm, lady. I mean, I, I, I could see that, but I also feel like it's very sensual. So that's what I thought when I, I smelled it. Yeah, I, that's what it I smells like, like on me. But again, sexy rich. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It literally smells like sexy rich woman <laughs> on me. So, but sorry. And for, me. So, and you. But sorry for those of you, it's not working out on. Soul Train Awards took place this past week as well. I want to say maybe the same day as this. No, Saturday was the. The film premiere Sunday night was the Soul Train Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I only saw clips of it because I didn't know that it was happening on Sunday. Right. I didn't see the any cl- promo. Oh, never mind. Yes, I did. They said Kiki Palmer was going to be hosting. Yeah, she did host. So. I think. Um, I just kind of saw stuff about it uh, on Twitter as it was happening and then clips afterwards. Somebody said, because the, the show took place outside. They say they had people's frontals sitting sideways, <laughs> much like boys in the day. <laughs> yeah, you really got to be careful with these award shows and and the the elements because, baby, too many of us are out here in a look that will not. It will, it's not made to withstand all that. It's made it's for staying dry and taking pictures. Exactly, like it's cold. Even in LA. I just wouldn't yeah. risk it. I just would not risk it. But, you know, uh, I'm sure everybody, you know, still had fun. And, and and if you have to go put a headband on real quick, then that's all right. That's your business. I mean, that is your <laughs> business and yours. That's right. I saw Coco Jones perform with SWV. That was mm, a highlight for me. Love that. It was beautiful. Um, SZA won Best... R&B and soul female artist. She won an album of the year, song of the year, and songwriter, the Songwriters Award, the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean that Ashford and Simpson got it first? Is it just named? It might just be named, award? yeah. Because I know all these awards have the mm-hmm. uh, Icon Celebrity Award. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they gave the... Um, they gave Janelle Monet the Spirit of Soul Award. Mm. And that's the one that used to be called the Lady of Soul Award, but they renamed it to Spirit. I remember Lady of Soul. Because of Janelle like and the non-binary goddessness of it all. Why the fuck am I getting a thumbs up from your FaceTime? I want to know why I got a thumbs up as well. What the fuck was that? I'm frightened. The FBI agents are communicating with one another in the middle of us recording. What the hell was that? It's probably a result of my read from last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, I really thought that was dope that they renamed it Spirit of Soul in, in honor of Janelle's non-binariness and... Um, thought that was a beautiful touch. So, yeah, I'm sorry that the weather didn't work out, but the Soul Train Awards are always fun, so I'm sorry mm-hmm. I missed it. Usher won Best R&B Soul Male, Certified Soul Award, Best Collaboration uh, for uh, his song with 21 Savage and Summer Walker. That oh, is yeah. Song. That's the one with the video where I said I was watching it and I remind, was reminded about my big crush that I had on him back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Damn it, man, it's fine. He is. <laughs> 
Victoria Monet won Best Dance Performance and Video of the Year. Of course, of very, course. very awarded. Very, very deserved. Um, and yeah, you can go online and catch a full list of the winners, or you can probably run it back on BT Plus or something. I think BT heard it. Or BT's probably gonna hear it again sometime mm. soon, honestly. Um, what else do I have here that's sorta nice? Okay, this isn't a topic. It's okay. more of a rant that I had to myself. I love that. Probably after I finished a bottle of Issa's Prosecco to myself the other <laughs> night. It's real. I think a baby boy too should happen. Immediately, no. Let me season and cook. Okay. I'll try. No. Baby boy, as I'm not drunk at the moment, and this was a few days ago, I'm starting to lose my argument. Why, <laughs> why did I believe this was a good idea? Okay, it's back. Baby boy is a cult classic. It's a beloved hood uh, drama that is also like a soap or like like a like ghetto Shakespeare, <laughs> you know? Okay. And for all of these reasons, many niggas have enjoyed it. It also attempted, I believe, to take uh, or, or provide the perspective of a young nigga who's trying to uh, forcibly learning to uh, become a man and, mm-hmm. you know keep his ass out the streets, realize that he is not the streets and the streets are not for him. And being a fuck nigga uh, does not serve him. It does not serve his kids. It does not serve the mother of his kids. It does not serve his family, Um, et cetera, et cetera. How they told that story Mm -hmm. uh, or how well or not they told that story is is up to the viewer. But I think that a lot of niggas... (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) A lot of niggas have enjoyed that movie whether they watched it alone or with you know a woman in their life or something because they felt like oh my goodness you know here's some perspective of a nigga who just hey baby mama tripping it uh, boop 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 and it's mm-hmm. also funny um what if the proper writer and the proper director maybe mm. singleton again maybe i don't know john singleton died in 2019 he sure, sure did. Thanks. <laughs> I was going to ask you who you thought could direct it. <laughs> I was like, and I was saying to myself, too, I was like, I haven't heard that from John Singleton. I was like, I'm going to down to do it. <laughs> he sure did die. He sure um, did. He sure did. Here's my thought. Okay. You know, because I feel like the first baby boy, it ended. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Um, Which, fine. Um, We really just need the tone and energy. (laughs) Jody, Jody, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm I'm, I'm dead ass. You're not wrong either. (laughs) Jody, I think the first one ends with like Yvette pregnant again. Yeah, like the baby birthday party. All of that shit is like seemingly good. Flash forward, I don't know however many men, 20 years since that one or whatever. Jody, Yvette, 
separated. Mm-hmm. Snigger still, you know, couldn't keep his dick in his pants, maybe. Maybe he couldn't keep his hands to himself like he said he would, mm-hmm. you know. I think he should be successful. I don't think he should be, like, a bum nigga who's still, like, selling, you know, swap me just on his trunk. I think he should have, like, something that he can say, oh, well, I'm providing for my kids and everything's going to have, you know, respect as a nigga who's not in the streets. Maybe he runs a whatever. <laughs> you know, some sort of story something. But, like, the son, the son is, like, got a, his own battle with the streets now okay. and the influence or lack thereof of just his father possibly still struggling with not doing right by his mom mm-hmm. not doing right by himself being like i just feel like this could it let me shut up because I'm, I'm gonna like do this whole thing what if baby boy took baby boy two had a made a statement about men and and black manhood mm-hmm. um for someone who's not fucking 22 or however the fuck old jody was supposed to be you know niggas 20. who are in their 40s <laughs> approaching their 50s and like but I've worked so hard and been providing and mm-hmm. da, 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 da. my kids still can't stand me and my you know, <laughs> my baby mother's moved on and happy and, and all this other shit but still can't respect like I think a baby boy sequel, if written well and directed well, mm-hmm. could provide proper commentary that possibly and most importantly to me through this pitch, niggas might listen to. Because they don't listen to anybody else. I'm like, I'm looking at the out the the outlets mm-hmm. where niggas actually shut the fuck up and open their ears, like receive mm-hmm. information. Um, I don't know of many mm-hmm. that can be like productive yeah. in that respect. I think that a sequel to that movie, obviously Tyrese is gonna do it. Tyrese Taraji come back. <laughs> You know, I see all these people coming back, <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, I think there's there is, or it could just honestly be an original movie. It just feels like mm. Baby Boy Two could be a great opportunity to make a commentary on niggas and the work we need to do. Mm-hmm. So I was against this. When you started talking. And I think... Because you've seen Baby Boy. Yeah. And so, for that reason, I'm still mostly against it. But I do think this could work. That's fair. I think if we see him, like, he's been hustling all this time trying to get his shit together. He finally... Let's say he got his shit together 10 years ago. Yeah. Three to five years ago, he decided he wanted to, like, start being a dad again. The mm-hmm. problem is that he has Jojo, who is probably already in his early 20s, and then the unborn child, whatever gender. Yeah. I don't know if it was also a boy or supposed to be, but, like, so now we have these these offspring. Keep in mind, he also has a daughter. That's mm. Jojo. And that the daughter. Right. And the daughter. So, like, <laughs> we we see him now trying to come back and, like, actually be an active father, actually be a good father. And the children are at these different stages of development. So they're 
at di- different degrees of like mm-hmm. openness towards it. Mm-hmm. And so Believe now me, we I have agree. to, and so now we have to see, are you really the good solid nigga that you claim you have turned into? Can you stand up to the challenge of your children holding you accountable for why you weren't the father that they deserve to be? Right. Because I think, and that's why I said Jody should be, should have had success in the past 10, 15 years and be doing the best that he can. Because a big part of his struggle in the first movie was the fact that he was broke as shit. He lived with his mama. Mm-hmm. He couldn't really do anything well, for he was anybody. 20. He couldn't really do anything <laughs> for himself. Right, exactly. But that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that a lot of of young men, especially black, well, not young, but like a lot of men, especially black men, when they, they get out of that age range and they start to get a little bit more stable and start doing like the basics, mm-hmm. then struggle with well, why the fuck am I still in the midst of mess with this woman or that person or my family or my Mm -hmm. kids don't really have a good relationship with me? And it's I think it's really difficult a lot of times for them to see, Mm -hmm. you know, the missteps that they've made, that they're making, because from their perspective, it's just about how hard they've been working to be even stable enough to take care of themselves and their kids Mm -hmm. and or the mother, their kids and all that other shit. And and if they black, the world's constantly shitting on them. And so just like, you don't like me or you you don't respect me as your dad because I wasn't nice. It's like, Mm. yeah. Yeah, 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 kind of. That's true. You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, that's that's the reason. And I'm like... I think... So the more we talk about it, I think this is actually a good idea. Because well, it can be if done correctly. It can be if if, if done correctly. Yes. So I but yes, I'm fucking with this. Niggas need somebody to listen to, but y'all don't want to listen to nobody. But like Drake. Mm-hmm. And Moneybag Yo. It will be important for men to see that simply getting to a place of having a job or having a business, being able to pay bills does not mean you have done your job as a as a person. Doesn't mean that that was all there was for you to achieve and there's nothing more. Like, you do still have to be emotionally present with the people you claim to give a damn about. That's why y'all be old as hell and wondering why your kids don't call you because you 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 don't have an emotional connection I with them. I don't have a connection with you. <laughs> right. And it's sad because... Yeah, it is. A lot of y'all, I think, process that as people just not liking you are being ungrateful and it's not that these people love you like mm-hmm. your baby A mama <laughs> that can't stand you no more your kids that have these work companies want to like mm-hmm. lift you up in the sky they and check you. they 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 love you you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. but there's stuff that has to be acknowledged that I don't see any influential men providing the space for mm-hmm. That will allow for us to get to better places with mm-hmm. men in our lives. Yes. You know, because niggas aren't providing a space for, for mother. And then the ones that do, y'all don't respect. Mm-hmm. So maybe you'll respect baby boy yes. too. And Jody needs a mentor, not a therapist, because we know niggas will immediately stop listening. But 1, like. thousand percent. I but completely agree. Some other man who like maybe is a business partner, but like maybe slightly older. Ring. Oh, okay. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. But that's who he he was that in the first one. Well, I'm talking about a, he needs a he needs somebody who is like a healthy 
support. And I don't know if yeah. that character would have. Tyrese he had the benefit the of being young. Headline. Right. Yeah. Tyrese was at least the baby, the child in yeah. that, in that yeah. scenario. So maybe somebody we've not seen before, but somebody he can go maybe to. a businessman. When this is getting. A business mentor, yeah. Yeah. When this is getting hairy with the kids and he don't understand why I can buy the Nikes. Why are you still mad at me? Mm-hmm. A man with some sense that he can go talk to, and he'd be like, "Oh, it's because you you weren't there." A man in his maybe like sixties mm-hmm. and his fifth, you know what I mean? Who's done all this already? Who's been through all of this? Who can be like, "Nigga, take it from me." Yeah, you know, we're successful, whatever. We, our kids, have driven around and blah 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 blah. But you know, in, at any day, for me. This can be, I'm at that age where I could just croak and I'm wondering who's going to come to the service. Who's going to be next to me? Well, yeah. money can't buy that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And ju- I just, I, I really want for our men to have safe spaces, whether it's in public or private, whether it's media or whatever, because I don't give a fuck. Y'all need to do better. Y'all need to do mm-hmm. better. We all really have work to do because I can get on the fams. I can get on the cis women, black, white, and indigo. But as for right now, especially with everything that we've been talking about, it seems like every week for last or whatever, it was Kiki and Darius. Last mm-hmm. week, it was um Cassie. Cassian and Puffy, Tiana Taylor and Iman. Mm -hmm. This week, you know what I mean? Um, I'm just like, y'all are hurt. A lot of y'all niggas are hurt. But you're also, we're so past like the threshold, are getting very much past the threshold for empathy. If like that hurt turns into hurt for us. Because it has always been expressed on the people you have any kind of power over and so the mm-hmm. main people who take the brunt of that are children and so yeah. then you fuck these kids up <laughs> and that is lord lord it's bad i mean trust me i completely agree with everything you just said that <laughs> i have seen that reflected in my work getting this degree so i am all for um getting black men some healing real bad real bad mm-hmm. Lee king King Harris. And people being like, oh my God, I can't believe King acting like that. You can't. Look at who his parents are. Thank you. Those are not good parents. What are you talking about? Thank you. I'm like, I'm not. (laughs) I saw some of that stuff and I was like, first of all, I thought King was younger than he is. He's like, I think he's 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, them. That's about how old I thought he was. I mean, right. You were kids when. You know, you came over from your mm. grandma's house to shoot that show. So that's how you you are in my mind. Um, I saw this clip and of you know him and his parents apparently getting into some sort mm-hmm. of argument that got physical at the Atlanta Falcons' fiftieth anniversary of hip hop celebration that Ti took part in mm-hmm. this past weekend. And he was, I guess. King, the kid, is fussing with his parents about his upbringing. And, you know, obviously, I think he said on an interview, maybe it was a funny Marco interview a couple weeks ago, he said that, you know, he spent majority of his time growing up at his grandma's house mm-hmm. and that he really was only with his parents like that when they were filming. Right. They have, you know, argued against that, saying that he ran his grandma's house all the time and stayed with his grandma willingly because she spoiled him. That's not how that works. I... Thank you. Children don't willingly run off to their grandmother's houses. Somebody has to allow them to go. 
You did not insist your child stay with you. You let your child stay with his mom, your mama or his. I don't know who which grandma this is. I think he's talking about um, Tiny's mama, the white woman. You so so the most gracious interpretation of he just always ran to his grandma's house is we just always let him stay over there. That is the most gracious mm-hmm. way to interpret that because a child doesn't make that decision. You can always say, no, you've been at your grandma's house three nights this week. You are staying your black ass at home. Like, mm-hmm. but so <laughs> the fact that y'all are like trying to argue with him, it's like literally like T.I. said, are you embarrassing yourself? You embarrassing the family by telling the truth? I'm not it's shocked true. that he's acting out like that. I, and the little random stories of dipshittery we hear about King, none of it surprises me when you look at who his parents are and the money and opportunity he grew up with. None of it. I gotta agree. I'm like, when I saw this clip and and other stuff I thought about, I'm like, me, a super emotional person who was a super emotional and emotionally absorbent kid, Mm -hmm. if my parents got into disagreements that weren't even, like, heated, I would be like... <laughs> like, I was so, you know... You're talking about somebody who's... And my... I'm not going to say what my parents did for work, but my parents... We were squarely middle class, mm. perhaps. Um, and they worked. My daddy had two jobs. My mama had two. And my mom was going to... Put, like, we were regular people. Yeah. And I was still like... King's parents are both celebrities who have had a tumultuous relationship for pretty much the entire time they've been together, (laughs) including public, very public stories Mm -hmm. of infidelity and and all kinds of stuff, abuse. And then a couple years ago was people coming forward talking about assault and all kinds of stuff happening. And what happened with that? I wonder what the fans are doing Yeah. On top of you filming a show in your house with your parents that, no shade, because I thought, especially early seasons of Family Hustle, was cute. They tried to do like a down south runs house. I loved, you know, how cute the family and the kids together. It was a good show. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. I didn't have a whole bunch of white people with cameras that I don't know in my goddamn house right. growing up all the goddamn time talking about, yeah, we're going to camp in today because, you know, that's the thing that the Harris family does. When have we going to camp in that? You know what right. I mean? Like, right. So all of that blended together with, I think, him being young and having a, a need for therapy and a way to express things that he's felt that he's probably not been able to express in a, mm-hmm. like, healthy way. That is what I'm looking at. Yeah. And I'm not going to get this little boy no grief over lashing out, very likely because of the upbringing that he had. Yeah. You know? Yeah, honestly, if T.I. is your daddy or was a prominent male figure in your life, I automatically have a lot of empathy. Automatically. Google, automatically. <laughs> Jesus Google, Christ. <laughs> like, somebody could probably put together a spreadsheet of things... T.I. has willingly said about parenting. Horrible. Alone. Not even just this child, but like in general. That creepy shit about about his daughter? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. So, y'all be blaming these kids. Wow, these kids is bad as shit. They they bad as shit for a reason. It's because y'all are bad at shit as being parents. That's what that is. Y'all aren't good at raising these kids. At, at some point, you have to 
start to ask yourself questions. And not when a kid has already fought the battle, lived 30 plus years and, and, you know, done a lot of the healing on their own. And then you want to be like, was I, was I good enough, good enough for you? Listen, Shady Pines got jello. Girl, (laughs) like, leave me. You know what I mean? You know the answer to that. Yeah. So God bless him. And I feel like at the very same time, what we need to be focused on as far as the Harris uh, family is concerned, heiress. Oh, the vocalist? <laughs> Living. Oh, that's a legend in the making. <laughs> female pop vocalist. Eris <laughs> Harris, whose name is so kitschy. Um, it is. But all, like, a lot of them have but, royal names. And, and I think they all do. Eris Harris is, like, an excellent stage name if you ever... <laughs> like, it is. It really works if you're going to be a singer. <laughs> or just Eris. And her look... I mean, you know, and I've heard videos of her sing before, and... It, Especially little kids, people really be hyping them up, and I'm like, oh, you know, she has a pretty tone or whatever. But that video mm. that just came out a few that days that Christmas ago, one, I said, oh, oh, okay, never mind. She's no, no. better than Candy. <laughs> Baby girl is singing yeah. circles around <laughs> the adult girls with deals. <laughs> it's not just giving because yes, I I said the same thing, especially in groups. Mm-hmm. Kids singing together is beautiful. Then of course it is. Like they're babies. You know, but at a but certain that point, the, the wheat, the wheat <laughs> comes <laughs> separate from. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> and the wheat has risen. The wheat has risen. She's here. <laughs> That's what we need to be talking about. Damani, Damani is a very gifted rapper. Really, he's giving you J Cole. Yeah, he got dreads now. Oh, okay. Um, and I would say. Yeah, he's a light-skinned nigga, with, but he also raps very similar to, okay. to J. Cole. Um, so I don't know if that's inspo or coincidence or whatever, but I feel like he could get with his father. One thing I will give T.I. is that is that, that nigga can rap, rap. Of course. That nigga can rap. We'll rap. never deny that. We'll never deny that. But, but Damani, is he also a dumbass? Yes, yes, he is. Damani is making good music. Good. Messiah. The oldest one, I believe. I think Masai is the oldest. I have not kept up with them kids at all. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, that's the, and that's the thing. Why are we not talking about that? You all want to be, we'll talk all about the parents' mess, which we've done a million times. I have no problem with that. That's mm-hmm. fine. But as far as the kids go, I'm not going to sit up here and be talking about this child, his teeth, his behavior, or whatever, when, especially as an empath, I'm looking at the people and situations that raised him. Yeah. And yeah. Simultaneously, I could be talking about the other kids and how talented and hardworking they are. Messiah plays mm-hmm. guitar and makes like country jazz soul music that's really good. Mm-hmm. Like the kids are creative artists all their own right now, mm-hmm. and I think that's beautiful. And if I'm going to talk about them, I'd rather be talking about that versus this kid who needs family therapy well, and is it can lashing be both. out because he wasn't <laughs> given what... Exactly. It's important. Exactly. I actually think it's important to do both because it's important for people to see that you can be really talented or be successful, be doing well, and still have demons deep inside mm-hmm. <laughs> that will raise when confronted. You can yeah. still have a lot of emotional damage that don't nobody know nothing about and you just out here being successful and fine and People have no idea what lies beneath. So, especially when you're 19. 
Oh, God. Like, again, you're not even grown, man. Like, you are literally still growing up. He thinks he is. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, and every 19-year-old does. Every 19-year-old does. But, like, look at what this screenshot that's in my my docs from his story. He, he, he like, took a picture in a car and put a caption that says, if I'm a mistake, say that. Stop making the world think you fuck oh. with me while you don't. Now that is heartbreaking. Like, come on, bro. If I'm a mistake, then just say that. That breaks my heart. Why does he feel that way? Oh, oof. Ooh. I'm not finna sit up here and joke about this boy being bad. I'd much rather come out here and be like, the kids need therapy. They need to address stuff that's probably not been addressed. Both his motherfucking parents need to be involved in the therapy mm-hmm. with group sessions and sessions that he could have by his damn self. Yeah. And they need to be receptive to all of it. None of that jaw jacking about, oh, well, these kids grew up like this. Da, 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 da. Most of these kids would rather grow up in a shoebox with two parents that love them and give them, them the emotional support and backing Absolutely. they need. Absolutely. than in like a you know a mansion. Absolutely. I promise you these kids would mm-hmm. much rather yep. be struggling financially with their parents yep. and be given love mm-hmm. and affirmation and support rather than oh well I got a bitly for my birthday but you know my daddy ain't shit and he mm-hmm. never gave me a hug. You know what I'm saying or or or, or told me he like why does this boy think that he's his 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 family thinks he's a mistake? I'm sure they don't think that. But why does he think they think that? That is hard. That's sad. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you say when you don't feel like you belong. And that feeling like you don't belong with the in the family that you grew up in, the environment you grew up in, that has such damage that you just don't even know what that does. And so, yeah, I am sure Lincoln. that these extremely rich kids whose parents were emotionally just not doing shit, either not willing, capable, able, whatever it was, like, just didn't do it, would rather have... Oh, uh-oh. Is there just... is there danger at the door? <laughs> so, yeah. You're barking, but you in here. What, what's, you know, niggas would rather have a mama who loves them. They would rather have a, a mama they close to. They would rather have a daddy that they grow up <laughs> and, and have a loving, close relationship with. People who have that with their parents, I think especially with their mamas, they take it for granted because so many people have it with their moms. But mm-hmm. if you have or a loving, close, big healthy shocker. relationship with your parents, that is not Or a they have it with grandma. Oh, yeah. And they get super Like, you want me to gag that he ran to his grandma's house all the goddamn time or stay with his grandma's house? This, Maybe his like, grandma made him feel loved. Maybe his grandma made him feel like... I care about you. I value you. I accept you. And you are welcome here. (laughs) Instead of being like, yeah, you go to your (coughs) grandma's house if you want to. (laughs) Yeah. I know that his parents did Uh, not, like, will all of this drama into the streets and into the public. You know what I mean? Like, I get get that. But all I'm saying is I had no interest in coming here and making fun of this boy or piling on him or saying anything more than he needs therapy and, like, real love and respect. And I hope he gets it. And I hope he's receptive to it. Them niggas know they need that. But they're they're, grown. They're older than us. They're not gonna be. I don't. I don't see either one of them being willing to be challenged like that by a therapist. So yeah, no. So you know, all I so, can do. So yeah, all I can do is pray for y'all's them. kids. And I, the, honestly, I'm praying for <laughs> all of y'all's kids, celebrity and none, because truly, this is a shit world we're giving them, and 
A lot of kids are growing up in homes where they are just, you cannot even imagine the hell they are going yeah. through. It's bad. As I said, like, I'm not, I, I said what I said just a second ago about, you know, kids and, and what they desire, mm-hmm. shoebox versus a mansion. <laughs> but like, in that same breath, a lot of kids are growing up with this exact sort of mm-hmm. situation in their family. And they're in a shoebox. Right. So, like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm praying for all y'all guys yeah. and kids. Rich, yeah. famous, not. All of because this is, it's, it's crazy out here. This is like, okay. They being raised by you and Boosie. <laughs> and that they live in this world in, in 2023, man. It's a lot going on, so. I'm going to end it there. Wonderful. More, but... <laughs> We ended up spending most of that talking about a baby boy sequel. All right. And honestly, I we gave these people a really good fleshed out idea and you're welcome. <laughs> make sure you uh just, I just want my EP credits when you when you actually I'm make just it. Give me my little, that's my all, little producer. That's credit. all. That's all. Invite us to the premiere. Yeah. Little little things. Okay, let's take a break. Take a break. Take a break. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay folks we're back it's time to read what you sent in this week make it hot yes it is send your letters to askmarie at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show i think um we mostly got relationship in this week you know it's the holidays y'all are thinking big thoughts this first letter comes from molly who says 
I've been dating this guy for a little more than a year. I had just gotten out of another relationship and this guy was a friend and I didn't really see it as anything more. One day with some Casamigos for inspiration, we randomly yep. got it on and it was pretty good. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We decided to start dating, but once the honeymoon phase were off, I started to realize That's where you fucked up. I wasn't as attracted to him as he is to me. Oh, girl. He wasn't my type before, but my type hasn't been working out. So I wanted to give it a try and get out of my own way. That is fair and honest. He's a great guy. He has a kid and so do I. My kid loves him and will just hang out with us all day. And she's a preteen, so that's a big deal. My family loves True. him and he's 100% committed to me. He's a good friend and tries really hard to be a good boyfriend. We are both in our mid-30s and I was in a relationship for more than 10 years with my daughter's father and then broke it off. I've dated Damn. around... I've dated around since then until this guy, and so I still kind of feel like a newborn baby in the dating world. My question is, can you be with somebody you aren't 100% attracted to? Like, when he gets on my nerves, I can't fall back on, damn, at least he's so fine. Or, <laughs> is that a good thing? Well, that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's a problem for some of y'all. I know I sound crazy, help. <laughs> Thanks, Molly. <laughs> You do not sound crazy. You don't, because I actually think, she said, is it a good thing because I can't be swooned by his looks? So, like, mm -hmm. you're not going to trick me with your fineness. Nobody should. <laughs> well, no, that's not. Right. You need to get better at not not letting niggas play you in your face. Not, you need to date somebody you're not attracted to. That's not the answer to that. <laughs> And don't feel no type of way. You're speaking for many folks whether they want to admit it or not. Some of y'all listen yeah. to this podcast by yourself so you can touch and agree. Well, um, because the thing about it is he sounds great. Yeah, he sounds Your family likes him. Your your son likes him. Man. He's doing the best that he can to be committed. Um, she said she enjoyed. She, did, she said they had sex. Yeah, long. the sex was good. Okay. But they were drunk so, when they had it. So, all right. So, after the honeymoon phase where she's like, hmm, I'm actually not... It's not that hard for drunk sex to be. Well, well I mean, and if you want... If he's, he's already a good friend, like... That's the thing for me. And that's what, like, I said... I see it. I during see the it. letter. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you know, Casamigos, and, and we ended up hooking up. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's... Mm -hmm. That happens. Mm -hmm. um, we decided to start dating... Whoa. Yep. Um, <laughs> Why did that happen? <laughs> wrong. Let's turn it out, Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. Let's um, let's make a Yui, and uh, and and find anybody because you started to date. Why you were friends, mm -hmm. and that relationship was going well, well. I mean, yeah, and they had been dating for a little more than a year, but not. She said she saw him just as a friend, like. Oh, so they were and dating didn't see first. it go anymore. Well, <laughs> I okay, think when she says, on, I know, because when she says dating, I don't think she means in a relationship. I think she means we went yeah, out. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that. So they had but gone what, out and What came first, the friendship or the dating? The dating. Oh, okay. And then she's and like, she oh, saw this him is a good guy, a so I'm going to keep him around. Yeah. And oh, so then they got drunk okay. and she was like, oh, and the sex was good when we was off the Casamigos, so maybe this should be a relationship. Oh, okay, fuck what I'm talking about then. Yeah, um, I don't think that... I mean, it wasn't going to change what I was saying. I, mm -hmm. I was trying to make a point about something completely irrelevant. Um, I think, ultimately, as far as the question of, like, 
can you be committed to somebody you're not 100% attracted to or however you worded that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, I'm sure you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of IG baddies do it every single day. <laughs> Um, I was gonna I'm say, not going to say none of y'all by name, but I could <laughs> if I, I was I think provoked. It's, it's easier if you're getting paid for it, you know, but this right. is not that. This is not that. I so. would definitely break up with this person, mm-hmm. um, not just because you're not fully attracted to them. Um, like, you know, you and my friend and I also said, uh, it's probably good that, you know, he he doesn't have you hypnotized with his looks where you'll, you know, fall back and be like, well, at least that nigga fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, you also said some other things that um, stuck out to me, such as the fact that you're in your mid-30s and you were in a 10-year relationship with mm-hmm. your kid's dad. Yep. Um, And so, like, dating and all of this stuff now is still really fresh for you. Yeah. I don't think in that case, it makes any sense for you to commit to anybody, much less someone yes. you're not attracted to. Okay. Um, It's, you know, it would be seen, it would, it's to be seen, uh, whether or not uh, this guy's great friendship and all that stuff w- would remain mm-hmm. if you say, hey, you know, bop, 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 you're a great friend. I really, really love having you in my life. I don't really know if I see this going anywhere, though. Can mm-hmm. we be friends? My son loves you, my family, da, 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 da. Um, you know, you'd have to to see what happens, but I definitely think that that's what you need to do for you. I think you yeah. should keep dating give yourself the the opportunity to you know flex that part of you Mm -hmm. um and and see what's out there before you get serious with anyone yeah this is so first of all shout out to kifiri phd love that all of that that you just said was great and um i also think (laughs) that so the question was, can you be with somebody you aren't 100% attracted to? You need to you need to be real with yourself about how attracted to him you are. Mm-hmm. Is it like, mm, sometimes I'll catch you at the wrong angle and I'll be like, damn. Or is it like the thought of fucking you makes me want to get drunk? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you, you, you need to decide where you are. And you have to be really honest with yourself about that. Because I think there's a difference between like... Mm, I, I don't know, like something that is kind of like surface level, but you are still generally attracted to this person. Like he maybe Very isn't true. your ideal type, but you're still attracted to him. Like Very true. you still have a sexual response for him versus somebody where the thought of sleeping with them makes your blood run cold like that. Yeah, that's that's a good. One. That is something you ought not be trying to like push yourself into. So but Jalen Hurts is making it harder. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Y'all niggas looking at him and you look at the nigga next to you. That's not fair. And you like, hmm. And so, hmm, hmm. And there's a black woman somewhere in the world who her man looks like that. And mm-hmm. I'm right here. Yeah. And my man looks like that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 I mean, it's it's 
I think you raise a good point, though. I think you, I think you need to be real with yourself about that. But it sounds like maybe you just don't really have an attraction for him. You had friend zoned him anyway. And so what I was going to say is don't let one night of tequila be the thing that makes your relationship decisions for you when you have spent a year sober with him and sober pussy was always like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You let drunk pussy take the wheel and she can never be in charge. <laughs> she can she can only run things in that moment and then she can never make another decision. <laughs> like, sober you cannot go with what drunk you thought was the right thing to do. Not, not in yeah. this case. Not when it comes to dating and attraction to people. No, ma'am. Because alcohol mm. literally <laughs> fucks with the part of your brain that would have a problem with that. <laughs> so, that is very, very true. <laughs> so I'm leaning towards you probably ju- do just need to go ahead and graciously break it off with him. Tell him you don't really see it going somewhere. Um, and this is rough because you your daughter is a preteen. And so, you know, she will notice the absence and uh, your family already met him. But oh, you said so. Mm-mm, no, but regardless, like, yeah, I feel you because I feel for you because it sounds like this is an actual good man. <laughs> yeah. And so it would be great if you could just will your body into wanting him. But if you but can't, if that's not how you feel, it's not right? If that's not how you feel, right? And it's not fair to him to be in a relationship right. with somebody who's faking it because they don't want to let a good thing go. Let that man go find somebody who finds him to be attractive. And you deserve to be with somebody that you find attractive. Like, you're punishing yourself, too. So just break this off before it gets worse, girl. (laughs) Agreed. Um, I think you made a great point, though. hmm. Which is, like, this is a thing where every now and then the light catches him on... (laughs) Right. (laughs) And a profile, and I'm like... like, "Uh -uh." But like overall, shirt. it's like things are fine. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> or is it just like regular sober me looks at this person and is like, you have nothing. Never in a million years would I let you fuck me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be honest. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that sober you had ridden this nigga off and Casamigos mm-hmm. you was like, maybe we should try a relationship. And you said, I'll go with the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like. But you're new to this, like you said. And so what Kid Fury said about, like, don't commit to nobody and just date and see what it's like. Get in and out of these niggas' lives. As soon as something's a red flag, leave. And just date Mm. around and have fun with it. I don't think you need to be worried about commitment right now until you get a better idea of what the dating world is like, what you're looking for, what you are attracted to, that sort of thing. So, right. Best of luck to you, babes. Um, Let us know how it goes. Our next letter comes from Morgan, who says, Back in 2017, I met this guy who I wound up having a short fling with when his ex-girlfriend called to let him know she was pregnant. While I know we were only together for a short amount of time, I was heartbroken. Wait, how long? They weren't even, like, together. They just had a short fling. So she fucked him couple of times and then his ex-girlfriend said i'm pregnant okay fast forward four years four years and he and i bumped into bumped into each other on the street we wound up reconnecting after he told me things hadn't worked out with his ex and we started hooking up for the next 11 months oh god during that time i decided to be a nosy bitch and look up their divorce proceedings yeah okay mm -hmm. but i wound up stumbling on his ex's court records she has a litany oh, okay. of DUIs. 
driving with a suspended license, and plenty of court fees. But the real shocker was when I looked under the family court tab. It showed a paternity suit with a man who is not him listed as the other party. The eventual verdict was sealed and not made public, but the next entry is for child support, which I doubt the court would make somebody pay if they had no biological obligation. In the end, I never told him, and instead he wound up breaking things off with me again after I got his quote-unquote daughter, whom I'd never met, a small book as a birthday present. So, so, What was the book? (laughs) He claimed that I overstepped and that I was unsafe to be around his kid. I was crushed and totally blindsided, but still never said anything about what I'd found out. My question was is Was it the this. Hood's Hottest Princess cover? Or <laughs> Should I tell him the truth, or is it better to just keep the knowledge to myself knowing it could ruin his family? I'm probably also not the best person for it to come from, especially given our history, but it's a lot carrying <laughs> this secret, and I was hoping to hear what you all thought. Thanks. <laughs> Please go ahead. <laughs> Morgan... Because, Morgan, what the fuck are you... What are you honestly talking about right now? (laughs) So, Morgan, I think... um, Oh, babes. You you have done all this behind somebody that you never once described as being your man. I didn't hear that part. Y'all had a short fling... He called it off. Four-year break because his ex was pregnant. Four-year break. Y'all start fucking again for the next 11 months. you That's how you described it. Hooking up. Yeah. Not being, yep. not entering a relationship. Yeah. So you, with a, a person that you knew was your fuck buddy, decided to then look up his divorce proceedings from his ex and then wound up stumbling on his ex's court records. Right. And you're surprised that this man said (laughs) that you had overstepped. (laughs) And he don't even know about this. He don't even know that you've been playing (laughs) Inspector Gadget. He don't even know that you, when, when, when this, when Morgan said the real shocker was when I looked under the family court tab, I said, this is a professional bitch who has done this multiple times. You have done this too many times to know which tabs to click under and all this shit. Like, you were investigating. You went looking for mess. It's a, Mess is exactly what you found. Shocking. Why, if you know, if you strongly suspect that this child doesn't belong to the man that you were fucking and that he doesn't know that, why in the hot nut fuck would you buy that child a birthday present? I... I, a child you've never met. <laughs> and you're I, not my girl. You're a fuck buddy. <laughs> and you're buying my child who you've never met a present. <laughs> you wrote this and you sent it to us. You did. And you wanted to know the truth. <laughs> I feel like this is the, the truth for you has nothing to do with this man. Morgan, you have got to learn boundaries. You need to learn how to have appropriate boundaries with people that you are having a sexual but non-romantic relationship with. What's appropriate to do as somebody who is having a casual sexual relationship with somebody? Because looking up his divorce proceedings and 
going through his ex's court records, not even remotely appropriate. You are entirely too invested in that relationship for it to be Nowhere. a casual sexual and and so near your business. So so with these boundaries need to come self awareness. The self awareness needs to be first. I hope let this uh-huh. let this be a mirror. <laughs> let these words be like looking in the mirror and having somebody who genuinely cares say to you, Morgan, this is this is not healed behavior. <laughs> I'm also oh this just keep this secret like it's eating me up and I. <laughs> This secret that you dove into, like you. <laughs> that involves you zero. It has, has nothing like, to do with you. This whole baby. I, not I don't your know, man, I not don't know. your ex. <laughs> I don't know what in that man's spirit told him, you need to get rid of this woman. But apparently the book was the sign. <laughs> and he said, oh, that's it. You really have to go. Like, And knowing that you book. have, I mean, it could be anything. It could be a wrinkle in time. The point is that you you don't know how to act with this man that you are just hooking up with. You are inserting yourself into girlfriend territory when you are not that. So why are you doing that? Why are you, you sleeping with somebody that you have? This is... Well, but I'm assuming as a girlfriend, you would have at least met this child. So you have some sort of relationship with her. Maybe right. not. Maybe not. But this... Morgan, baby, baby, we can't, so you you can't hook up, like it is not, I won't say you can't, because clearly you can, but it's not a great idea to have a casual sexual relationship with somebody that you have romantic feelings for. You are setting yourself up. Uh, Should you tell him the truth? is just... Absolutely not. You should not. If you tell this man the truth, he's going to place a restraining order on you. <laughs> you gonna be in the court records. <laughs> Maybe that's what has to happen. <laughs> like I don't understand why you would be yeah. like you need to involve yourself in this any more than you already have. Mm-hmm. I would say take this story <laughs> and and go right on over to um Google, type in black girls therapy and just go right on ahead and navigate to Dr. Joyce's website and find yourself a licensed therapist in your in your area. I completely agree. Go to your insurance company website, see who's covered in your area. Like the thing is you like might need psychiatry. I mean, I actually don't think so. I was just about to say, I think this kind of behavior is extremely normalized. And I don't know how old Morgan is. I could be dragging you and you're like 22. You're right. Uh, Well, probably not since it's been four years and all this. In 2017, y'all met. No, you probably, you probably grown. So, but I feel like this kind of behavior is actually extremely common. Mm. A lot of people are doing stuff (laughs) like this. A lot of people are doing, a lot of people are doing shit like this. And it's true. And for me, it's just we have to know what is appropriate behavior for the people that we are in relationships with. And this is just not. It's a lot carrying the secret. Why? <laughs> it's like, I'm like, what? Why is it a lot carrying this secret? It has is nothing he, to he, do with you. <laughs> is, is he running? Is he in the, is he in the election? Nothing. 
nothing to do with you. Morgan, do you hear how you are talking about a man that is not even in a relationship with you? You poking associates? Oh, baby. <laughs> Should I keep it to myself knowing it, it could ruin his family? If it was available on the big wide internet, I just that don't. You're assuming point. he doesn't know whatever is in those documents. You're assuming a lot here. And you can't ask outright because it's not your place. <laughs> this is just. Oh, no, babes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This you have. This is none of your business. I suggest you try. There's there's actually a list of video games I can um, suggest mm. for you that involve video. detective work. The Sherlock <laughs> Holmes series is actually quite um, quite decent if you like solving mysteries and looking up, uh, cl- looking for clues and all that. Maybe you just need like a fun board game or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Whatever involves your business, which this is not. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sorry, yeah. girl. And I mean, and she says she loves the show, an avid listener. I I hope you take this with the love. It, I hope you take this with the love that it is truly intended. I want you to to mm. work on this because this is you're hurting your own feelings. And why? For what? You're hurting your own feelings, babe. So um, there's some other nigga to hurt your feelings out there. Go do it. <laughs> Best of luck to you, but yeah, uh, take this as um, a gift from the universe. The fact that this man has ended things with you again. Move on and and, and learn some lessons from this, <laughs> truly. Amen. Uh, best of luck to you, babes. We're going to end the letters right there for this week. If you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. And, you know, we're going to be going on a little holiday break soon. So if you have any questions you've been meaning to ask for an upcoming mailbag episode, you can go ahead and send those in to, again, asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. 
We're back, folks. It's time for the read. Lord. <laughs> yes, it is. Do you want to go first? Or? Yeah, because I actually don't have a real one. I just have, like, a silly, goofy rant that mm. it's not a read, but just kind of... <laughs> I think it's kind of funny in retrospect. So, I finished the third season of The Boys. Superhero show on Amazon. It's incredibly violent and gory and weird. Um, it's called I don't The know Boys. If I remember... <laughs> It's called The Boys. Mm. It's about a, a crew of, uh, I'll just say, hero hunters. And they're not so all they're villains. Either. No, they the heroes are the villains. Oh, the okay, story. got you, got you. They're all like super privileged assholes that work for a mega corporation. It's kind of like if superheroes were real, I think that this is what would happen. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, somebody like Microsoft would own them or Doritos or <laughs> I don't know. They would all like it, it would be a business. Um, but it's super, super violent and gory and known for being like high sex, blood, octane and mm-hmm. all of that. Um but it's a fun take on comic bookiness. It has recently had a, a spinoff series called Gen V, which uh, is set in the same world, uh, but follows college students with that go to like a university for powered people. Mm-hmm. I was catching up on the boys. I like the show, but I hadn't finished season three. But I was catching up on it so that I could watch Gen V. Fis- finished it. Yesterday, I believe, maybe the day before, I started Gen V. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been like, oh, you're going to love it. The series starts, episode one. The series starts with, like, sort of a teen, preteen black girl at home with her family. Both her parents are watching um, the superhero characters from the other show on mm-hmm. TV. Because, um, like, the major antagonist of the boys, they're basically making him Trump. I'm pretty sure he's going to run for president in season four. Oh, no. Because it it uses, like, sort of parodied versions of certain politicians. Mm. uh, Okay. Certain movements. (laughs) Certain slogans. Okay. uh, Certain uh, sociopolitical ideas. And, (laughs) you know, put super violent, horrible superpowered people in the midst of it. Okay. But the way that the story goes, it definitely feels like Homelander, the major antagonist who's like Superman, I think he's going to run for president. Anyway, so Gen V, it starts with this black girl at home with her family, the mom and dad are watching TV, Kiki, she playing with her little sister. And immediately as someone who has read many comics, watched many things based on them, I'm like, your whole family finna die, sis. I don't know how <laughs> yet or why, but I know by the end of this scene, your whole family is going to be dead. Maybe your little sister will will be okay, but your your parents are dead boots, girl. And I'm like, <laughs> I say, and I'm talking to myself out loud, mind you, by myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm honestly, you probably going to be the one to do it. But these two niggas right here that you call mom and daddy, they about to die. All right. Yeah. So let's see how this goes. So then she like holds her, her lower belly and it has like a weird look on her face. And it's like, I have to, I'm fine. I, I just, I have to go to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom by herself. Again, she's like a teen, preteen. And I literally, Crystal, say it out loud <laughs> next to Link. I said, What you got? Period powers? Oh my God. Please tell me. Within 60 seconds, this girl used her own floating period blood 
to kill her mother, who then bleeds out on the bathroom floor. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> to kill her mother. Yikes. <laughs> With- who then bleeds out on the bathroom floor. Okay. And her father comes rushing. What, what's the? Oh, my God. Boom. She then kills the father with the mother's blood nice. so this girl's like a bloodbender okay, i guess okay yeah like yeah. she can i love hearing this two minutes and 45 <laughs> seconds into episode one <laughs> this girl killed killed her parents for her period and i said you know what gen v i'm not in the mood for this no. right now <laughs> like, i'm not in the mood for this Absolutely right now it's not shocking not. The boys does that type of shit all of the time. So, like... Oh, no. And he would have had to cut it off right then and there. I'm so sorry. What the fuck is just, this? Because I really went in not knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. It was just the fact that I said to myself with my little sativa and whatever the fuck. I'm like, what you got? Period powers? Boom. Yes, wow. I do. In fact, I just killed my family with my period. Title card. <laughs> it was like... What? So, again, I'm not even, like, reading this show. I'm completely going to finish it. Oh, of course you are. (laughs) Yeah. It it was just... That's why I said it's not a real read. It was just Mm -hmm. something I thought was funny. I love this. Um, But I was just like... (laughs) When that black girl killed her black mama... It's too much. (laughs) It's too much. And then the daddy's who... I was like, okay, girl, I'll get back to you. (laughs) Not today. I'm just not right now. (laughs) Like, I don't I don't have time for this right now and I can't do this. So I'm like, I get it. It's like a superhero right of pass one of your parents, at least one of your parents gotta be dead. Oh. Superheroes don't have both living parents. Yeah, so. no, because those people, no. Mm-mm. You gotta be missing but something deep. Got you. With your first peer I was like, I'll get I'll I'll get back to this. <laughs> I'm gonna watch fucking SpongeBob movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is this. that is the exact moment. When I realized period blood was about to be used, I would have immediately exited the app. <laughs> Wherever it was streaming, I would have immediately cut it off. Because <laughs> she's sitting on the toilet and she like touches herself and then she sees blood on her hands. Nope. And it's like, okay, that, you know, she's getting her first period. Me, obviously, I feel like something else. And then blood just flow, starts to float from between her legs in front of her face. And she freaks out. The mom comes bursting in and then the blood turns into like a dagger and goes... Right through her mom's neck. Love that. This sounds. And the dad comes in. This sounds the blood fully explodes. disgusting. This sounds. It was the boys. Like it wasn't anything. I, I... don't know that either. So, <laughs> wow. It was just. It was what I expected in terms of violence. But I was okay. like, black death by period. Yeah. I'll get back to you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch Family Matters. I'm done. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, I'm going to pass my read this week. Pass the read like we used to. So, like we talked about earlier, um, the Renaissance uh, premiere was this past week. Beyonce showed up looking like an alien superstar, truly gorgeous. Um. And she showed up in platinum hair. We don't usually see her in that color. I wouldn't be surprised if that's because it tends to wash people out. Um, But it went with the look. And the look was the point. Yeah. Now, I feel like most of us got this. Most of us got this. Yeah. (laughs) However, some of you 
um, really decided to act out about this. And it wasn't just like, oh, she looks like a Kardashian or "Mm, I don't know if I like this wig. It was, damn, so she bleaching her skin now? Damn, why she looks so white? Damn, so she don't want to be black no more? Huh, that's not even Beyonce. Wow, she bleaches her skin, this, 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 blah, blah. And, you know, I blame the shade room and shit like that, like the usual suspects. (sighs) Shade room culture. And I feel like most of us just let y'all say this. Like, y'all are just being yourselves. I'm not going to take that personally. One person who did take it personally, though. (laughs) Mother of the person y'all talking about? Mother of the person y'all talking about. And before I read this, I want to be clear. This would be OD if it was anybody but Beyonce's mama. Okay. But that's her mama. And so she can. Just so y'all know. So she posted a video that it looks like a fan page actually made where it's B... Um, and then all these comments, and then of course cycling through these count just so many clips of Beyonce being black and very proud of it and talking about it and embracing it. And I just don't um People didn't know they got Thanos flipped. They just got back. I just don't so the questioning to me was so ridiculous that I ignored it immediately. Like right. first of all, why are y'all acting like you don't know that Beyonce is light skinned? That's one. Secondly, why are you acting like you don't understand that she's wearing silver and platinum hair, which will wash out her skin? And third, a, it is winter. On, a, <laughs> on an event carpet where there are countless extremely bright lights. Yeah. But also, it is wintertime. And if you are black, you know somebody light skinned and you know what happens to them when the sun goes away. <sighs> what are we doing? You already <laughs> know this. What? Light skinned people this start getting sad in like early October. They be like, it's it's only it's a matter of time, man. It's mm. a matter of time. And they're gonna be calling me sugar cookie dough again. And <sighs> Casper, oh, it's just a matter of time <laughs> before niggas start making fun of me for being this fucking light skinned. It's a matter of time. People could have seen you do that. I go. <laughs> Somebody gonna see my leg on the inside of my pants and be like, God damn. For real. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know why y'all are acting like y'all don't know these things already. Beyonce is already light skinned. Like, you know how the idea that Beyonce would be bleaching her skin or not proud why? to be black instead of the much more obvious answer, which is she's light skinned in, col- in colors that wash her out under bright lights. And in fucking December, it's damn near December. What do you want? It's just wild to me that y'all reach for something that don't make no goddamn sense instead of the multiple things that make a lot of sense that are right in front of your fucking face. That's what's wild to me. Yeah. But again, I wasn't going to say nothing because the people saying that are not worth responding to. However, Miss Tina... Most of them don't like Beyonce. And that's why they jump. And Miss Tina... She said, okay, I'm going to just read it. I'm going to just read it. Came across this today and decided to post it after seeing all of the stupid, ignorant, self-hating, racist statements about her lightening her skin and wearing platinum hair, wanting to be white. She does a film called The Renaissance where the whole theme is silver with silver hair, a silver carpet, and suggested silver attire, and you bozos decide that she's trying to be a white woman and is bleaching her skin? Bozos. How sad is it that some of her own people continue the stupid narrative with hate and jealousy? Does she wore silver hair to match her silver dress as a fashion statement clown? Alien superstar, Work. duh! 
Duh them. What's really sad is that a white woman had the audacity to reach out to Neil, Beyonce's hairstylist. She was from TMZ and said that the fans are saying that she wants to be white and she wanted to get a statement about it from Neil. Well, that made my blood boil that this white woman right. felt so entitled to discuss her blackness. Miss Tina is going... Really? Link is upset. <laughs> Link started growling like, no, the <laughs> fuck she didn't. <laughs> Link is tight. That's right, sis. What's, How dare you. <laughs> what's really most disappointing is that the sum of the black people, yes, you bozos that's on social media... Lying and faking and acting like you're so ignorant that you don't understand that black women have worn platinum hair since the Etta James days. I just went and looked at all the beautiful, talented black celebrities who have worn platinum hair. And it has been just about every one of them at one time or another. Are they all trying to be white? I am sick and tired of people attacking her. Every time she does something that she works her ass off for and is a statement of her work ethic, talent and resilience... Here, you sad little haters come out the woodwork. Jealousy and racism, sexism, double standards. You perpetuate these things instead of celebrating mm. a sister or just ignoring if you don't like her. Or just, whew, I am sick of you losers. I am sick of you losers. I know that she's going to be pissed at me for doing this, but I'm fed up. I love that part. This girl minds her own business. She helps people whenever she can. She lifts up and promotes black women and underdogs at all times. Continue. At this point, Blue Ivy Carter did confiscate Miss Tina's phone, and so she was not capable of continuing her rant in the comments. But it, she didn't need yeah. to. She didn't need to. Yeah, she didn't. She said it what needed so to be said. With that part, but <laughs> I know she's gonna be pissed. pissed. <laughs> yeah, it was at that point Blue Ivy had to go ahead and cut the Wi-Fi off, and Miss Tina do not know how to cut it back on um, to try to get this under control before she really lets you horse have it. But. <laughs> She still did, girl. And that is that girl's mama. The rest of you be going on tirades like this behind people you've never met, or if you did meet them, it's because you paid to be in the same room as them. Thank you. For free. My mama would do this. (laughs) This is is mothering. Somebody who, and she sees her child be accused of dumb shit, fake shit, evil shit, demonic shit, all the time. Yeah. All the time. She almost never pops off on y'all the way she really deserves to. And I'm glad she took the opportunity this time. Like, again, yeah, she ate this one up. to me, it was so fucking stupid. I would have never even, I would have never even mentioned it. But again, I'm only Beyonce's cousin. Of course, her mama, <laughs> right. of course, her mama has something to say. And of course, she chewed you bitches up. And if you follow Miss Tina, pretty much her page is celebrating her kids and grandkids. It is a shrine. Whether it's through her own post <laughs> yes. or her reposting fan page stuff. She's like, oh yes, I did birth these beautiful mm-hmm. beings that then birth these beautiful yep. beings and they make me happy all of the time. Yeah. I love them and stay. So this was not shocking to me past, yes, as you said, that's her mama, duh. Duh. But it's also Miss Tina. She stands her kids. She does. And I mean... She posted Bianca. She posts Jules. She posts Kelly's kids all the time. She posted the Destiny Five girl. Like that's what I mean. Miss, she don't be and she don't never. When when the TMZ tracked her down at the airport and was like, "Oh, what do you think about Beyonce versus Taylor?" She was like, "Both hardworking, successful girls." Like she always keeps it cute, even though y'all are playing yes. in her face, asking me about Beyonce versus Taylor fucking Swift, even though you are playing in my goddamn face. That is a ridiculous thing to ask somebody. Like it, objectively, it's wild. But for you to say that to Beyonce's mama 
And for her not to be like, bitch, I gave birth to her. What, who do you think I'm picking? Like, don't be fucking dumb. She's gracious to y'all niggas, but y'all tried it this time. Black. Come on, man. It, it was just, it was, I agree that it was so y'all stupid. Y'all tried it. Yeah, it was, was so like, stupid. Okay. People that don't like Beyonce it. or or want to <laughs> have like an anti-Beyonce thing or are, yeah. are going to do the bleaching. And again, like you said, I don't like this wig on her. Just I don't say like you the way don't like this looks. Look. Just say you don't like I, the look. <laughs> that's different than oh she this very clearly probably Damn, black, she don't want to be black no more. Damn, skin. she trying to be a Kardashian. The idea that a black woman could try to be a white woman who is trying to be us. <laughs> I, I Y'all mean, are wild. Y'all say we can wild have that things. conversation one day if you want to, because some of y'all I'm worried about. Uh, but this is not is that person. Yes, it is a mess out here. Like, but I, again, I let y'all have that. Miss Tina did not. She let y'all have it. <laughs> I read that like, oh, we somebody about to get a whooping. <laughs> Uh, I was only devastated that, you know, that somebody called her and talked her down before uh, she could give in them comments and keep that caption going. Because I know she had a lot more on her spirit, too. I know she did. And I just wish we could have got all of it. But y'all lucky y'all got bozos and (laughs) because I feel like Tina wanted to cuss. And I feel like duh for her is like, (laughs) like, she's really letting you know that you're a dumb fuck. Okay. (laughs) Mm. She, like every duh in this caption mm-hmm. if you could replace it with bitch <laughs> and it would think about it how sad is it that some of her own people continue the stupid narrative with hate and jealousy bitch she wore silver <laughs> hair to match her silver dress as a fashion statement clown alien superstar bitch like it may I yeah. feel like the duh is just yeah. short for dumb bitch she yeah. wants to call y'all dumb bitches so, so bad. She don't cross that line, but she lets y'all niggas have it. And, you know, I doubt that any of the stands are going to learn from this. They probably lived for it, <laughs> but... Yeah, no, it's everyday mess for them. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah. That's why I, we stay out of it. That, too grown. Is that sh- I, I, I literally, I literally... You could have caught me playing them games 12, 13 years ago. You cannot catch me playing them games now, so... That's true. That's it. <laughs> um, and that will be it for me. And that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Um, our merch is available over at shoptheread.com. This is the read.com is our website. Anything else for you before we go this week, friend? Um, take care of yourselves out there. Stay warm. We'll see you next week. Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.